1: Hello, everyone. This is Marta. This is Anna.
0: This is Lessa. And this is You've Got Five Options show. And we are welcoming you to yet another episode about the same challenge, a challenge about overdrinking that was sent to us by a girl we decided to call Ella. And uh, guys, if you have missed the first two episodes,
1: which I think are really, really uh, good. Marta, what do you think? Yeah, I think this is actually a very deep, important topic. Yeah. Totally, I, I think it it, it started with uh, yeah, I'm
0: over drinking, but then we started to go into topics of uh, why uh, we have such a weird bipolar attitude towards alcohol and uh, how to recognize if you have a problem with alcohol abusing or or if you are addicted. So there were a lot of things we were discussing, and I think they are quite valuable. But the message that we wanted to send is if you have a problem, it's very important to first realize it and admit it. So we would really like to encourage you guys to uh, listen to the first two episodes. If you have missed it on the radio, you can do it by going to our YouTube channel and typing in You've Got Five Options. This is where you will find all of our recordings from the radio, actually, plus the first two episodes. And if you are a podcast person,
1: then you are very welcome to find us on your podcast app Then again, just type in you've got five options, click on subscribe or, you know, touch on subscribe, whatever is the device that you're using, and you will never miss an episode.
0: Yes, we have an entire archive also available on our website, the5options.com, where we have all of our podcasts,
1: because on podcast apps, I think we... We got some... Uh... Some of the podcast apps have had some challenges. So, you know, guys, the mother of all options is our website, the 5 This is where you find all the podcasts. This is where you find all the articles, all the shows, all the events. Everything that you've got five options is about is there, the fiveoptions.com. Yes. So, guys... Please, if you feel like you
0: might have a problem with over drinking or alcohol usage and you are interested into coping with that in any way, definitely please listen to the first two episodes and stay tuned with this one. And we also uh, will publish a couple of different articles also, not by us, but by some really wise people to help you. So uh, please do so, because we have realized that alcohol problems are actually rather common and and rather complex and rather complex. And it's uh, it's seems to be something that we are all kind of ashamed of while uh, it's something so common and we we should have the courage to ask for help. It's really important.
1: Yeah. And in general, if you are coping with a problem or if you are sitting somewhere there alone with a problem, you don't know your way out. You would like to gain a new perspective, inspiration uh, or something like that, you are very welcome to send your uh, description towards us either via the5options.com or on Facebook through Messenger. So we are here for you guys and you can always count on five options uh, for your problem.
0: Yes, you can count on, you've got five options giving you five options. Yes, we Take every challenge seriously.
1: Yes, and sometimes also with a little bit of fun so that we also know that there is a little bit of fun needed in life to cope with all those challenges that life sends toward us. Yes, humor is extremely important, you know, so
0: that's why we are sometimes funny. Most of the time unintentionally, but well, this is how it goes. So, guys, um, I think that it's a good
1: time now, Marta, to recall the challenge again. Yes, here comes the challenge. Hello, lately I've noticed something that worries me. When I go out and drink alcohol, more and more often I lose control over how much I drink. It starts nice and slow, but then after a couple of beers or shots, I end up really drunk, sometimes to the point when I don't remember what was I doing or how I got home. In the morning, I have a huge hangover, also the moral one, and I feel really embarrassed with myself. In the past, it was happening as well, but not very often, so I wasn't worried. Besides, everyone gets really drunk from time to time, right? But now it happens more often than not, and I would really like to do something about it. I don't want to resign from alcohol completely, I just want to control it better. Do you have some ideas for me? Of course
0: we do. And I will briefly remind you the five things we would like you to consider, Ella, while uh, approaching your problem. Number one, figure out the nature of your relationship with alcohol. Number two, identify the moments when you feel like drinking. Number three, take some time to figure out what is happening in your life. Number four apply practical rules to your drinking habits. And number five, if you notice nothing works, seek help. So in the last episode, we were actually discussing option number one, figure out the nature of your relationship with alcohol. We were giving you some information about the difference between alcohol abuser and person that is addicted to alcohol. And we asked Quite a lot of different questions uh, that everyone should answer if he or she suspects there might be a problem of alcohol. So these answers can indicate if you actually cope with a problem. It was important uh, to to for us to to give it to you so Ella and everyone else can realize if this is a serious problem uh, or a medium problem or something severe and also now i actually would like to just say because ella writes in her description i don't want to resign from alcohol completely and actually if you go into uh, self-reflection about your alcohol habits it might be that you will have to resign from alcohol completely so Yeah, what do you think? Sometimes
1: that's the only way, right? So I think that um, the philosophy around Alcoholics Anonymous, there is this kind of thing that there is like, you know, all or nothing. There is no uh, middle ground. So once you have a problem or a disease, uh, like it's called uh, sometimes, uh, the alcoholism, then there is all or nothing. So it's actually that the whole philosophy around that. Uh, which I don't really know much. That's just some things that I have been once introduced to. So I think this is something that everyone has to consider for themselves. I would say that one really good question to ask yourself is, how do you feel after drinking? You know, you went out, you had fun. You, you know, you were with your friends or whatever. Then you got drunk and so on. How do you feel the next day? Because for me, that really determines whether that's something that I still enjoy in my life, or is this something that is actually very, very bad for me in my life? Because if every time you go out the next day, you feel really physically sick, like really, really sick, you are unable to function entire next day. And if you, for example, have this, oh, my God, what did I do? What have I done? What was I doing? I don't even know what I was doing and you actually feel uh you know psychologically and emotionally affected regretting that you were doing that and that's something that repeats in your life that's really something worthwhile you know reflecting on and considering how good is that for me? The mother of all questions how do i feel (laughs) the next day how often do i feel this way because if something is good for you you will most likely feel good about it you will be like oh I was out last night. It was so fun. It was great. And so on. That will be majority of the things that you will be thinking about. If you actually have a problem, you will be down the next day. You will be like, oh, my God, what have I done? I don't know. I don't even remember. I feel like crap and and so on. So that's just something that I thought about would be really worthwhile asking yourself, how do I feel? after drinking? How do I really feel after drinking? How good is it for me? And what are the benefits of drinking in my life? Yeah, I I totally agree, Marta,
0: actually, Uh, if you feel not even maybe all the time, but most of the time, bad after you consumed alcohol, due to many reasons, like in case of a blackout, not remembering what I was doing. And from my personal experience, that is the absolutely worst thing when you don't remember what was happening. And then you can imagine 1 million different stupid things you have done, and you feel this shame. And you are not sure if you should ask your friends or not, or just lay low. This is very, very bad for your, of course, psychological well being. So if you end up like this, quite often, more often than not, then exactly what is the benefit of drinking?
1: Yeah. And why do you want to continue? Yeah? Exactly. What's the benefit for you of continuing to drink? I mean, everyone has to do this evaluation for themselves and that's something very very important. I mean, if you want to continue doing that, you you can, right? Yes. This is your life you are in. You are the master of your uh, life, but it's really worthwhile asking yourself what good alcohol brings to my life. Exactly. What's good about drinking? And I think this is something that uh, it's really worthwhile reflecting on.
0: Mind gym time.
1: Olé! Um, but uh, yeah, uh,
0: first thing to consider, figure out the nature of, the re- of your relationship with alcohol. Try to determine how big is your problem. We gave a lot of ideas and a lot of questions to ask yourself. The first most important thing is to admit to yourself you actually do have a problem because that's the starting point for everything and the second thing that Marta just mentioned think about how do you feel after you consume alcohol because that will also indicate your relationship with alcohol is it like uh, of course it's literally toxic, but also is it a figuratively toxic relation that you are going for something that makes you feel bad. And then you can um, evaluate yourself and also be able to say, see if you need some more serious help than just our radio show. But let's see what we have next and that is second thing to consider, identify the moments when you feel like drinking, and I think this is a quite important thing to to think about because that can indicate your triggers. So actually, what are the situations when you, maybe not even like ah, oh, yeah I would have you feel really like drinking, and I had um, I would have a proposition for Ella to look at, let's say past six to twelve months, um, and try to identify moments when sh- you, Ella, felt like drinking and you were drinking. And there are a couple of, uh, I would say, uh, questions that might help. So for instance, do you feel like drink drinking when you go out? Do you feel like drinking when you are stressed? Do you feel like drinking when you are sad or down? Do you feel like drinking every day just to close the day? Do you feel like drinking when you are with your friends? Do you feel like drinking when there's something to celebrate? Do you feel like drinking when you're faced with difficulty or a failure? And those are actually very interesting questions, I think, because when you will realize that you, for instance, feel like drinking when you are stressed, it might mean or indicate that you don't have a healthy mechanisms to cope with stress. And then we are entering a totally different realm of trying to approach this problem. Or for instance, do you feel like drinking when there's something to celebrate, which is so much in our culture? And then it's really worth to think about, aren't there any other ways to celebrate something? Or if I'm happy or have something successful? Is this the only way? Am I doing this automatically? So basically, I would like you, Ella, and also for anyone else who is listening and coping with some problem to identify the triggers. When do I feel
1: that I need to have a drink? I think these are very, very relevant questions. And of course, the question that is so prompting in my head is, so what can you do instead? Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's very relevant. And I think uh, especially uh, because you, Ella, write to us that you don't want to stop drinking. You want to be more in control. So if that's your wish, if, if that's the main course of uh, action that you want to take later, this is an obvious, you know, step so that you identify what are your triggers so that you can manage them better and so that you can control Yeah, but I I definitely agree, Marta, this has a double, uh,
0: like a layer, because of course, for instance, okay, when I am stressed, I drink, what can I do instead? Or uh, if I'm happy, and I want to celebrate, and I want to drink, what can I do instead? But there are some deeper things here, for instance, stress, sadness, down, depression, or for instance, do you feel like drinking every day, just to relax and close the day? And you know, is there... Is this the only way for you? This becomes a habit that becomes already a drinking problem. So um, I think those are uh, really relevant questions. And I was trying to answer some of them by myself. And I, I have realized that I do feel drinking when I go out. And that is because of many reasons, because that's the thing I'm so used to. It's so normal. It also signifies in my head having fun, having great funny times with my friends. Uh, I also uh, feel like drinking actually, when I have something to celebrate definitely, I maybe am not so prone to drink when I uh, face difficulty or or failure. I'm actually into other things, uh, not illegal things. But there is a very um, common reaction. Uh, from people around, let's have a drink. Although lately, I have noticed that I took a drink when I had a very, very stressful day. So it actually shows me my triggers, and then it potentially can show the areas
1: where I cannot cope with things. And and that's a really, really good point. And when I was reflecting, uh, those of you who have listened to the previous episode, I finalized it with you know, like a question: What's up with us humans? that we have to go into auto destructive behaviors just to avoid our own problems emotions and so on because it's it's not so much it's not only about drinking it could be eating sweets it's actually also an auto destructive behavior even over exercising if you can't go like, you know, if you can't relax, if you don't go uh, exercising too much, overworking. There are so many different destructive, you know, behavior, something that is actually not good for us, something that is damaging for us, just to avoid our own emotions. And emotions don't kill us. Emotions, they actually don't give us physical pain. Usually, they actually can. But okay, But emotions will not kill us, yet we will do anything to avoid something. We will get toxic substances not to feel anxiety or stress or sadness, which is completely sadness is absolutely natural human emotion. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. And it's actually something that you can't avoid. You will have times in your life where you will be sad about things and in order not to feel it we will go into self-destruction. So what's up with that with us humans? And of course, when I was thinking about this question, so what can you do instead? Because if you start going into, oh, I could uh, instead, I could um, eat a cake (laughs) or instead I could uh, take a drug, (laughs) (laughs) then it's definitely not the way we are going. What loving towards yourself could you do instead?
0: Well, I think, Marta, the very first thing here that you have just pointed out is we have to learn to embrace the emotions. And uh, I don't know if you would consider this as loving. (laughs) I would consider this as loving, just a difficult love, but actually to embrace the fact, like so many of my friends that I observed, for instance, over the years, were going into some weird drinking uh, periods when, for instance, their heart was broken. You know, compulsive parting and drinking, It's inability to sit with yourself and grieve over your broken heart and trying to distract yourself no matter what. Or, for instance, you have difficulties at work or within the relation or you feel lonely or whatsoever. And instead of embracing that and by embracing, I don't mean like, yeah, I'm lonely and that's uh, super cool. But embracing, first of all, feeling it and allowing to feel it that's that's something that is so difficult for us
1: yeah and i actually would like to say to those of you guys who would like to search for some good ways of dealing with your emotions of embracing your emotions we have solved some of the challenges previously where we were actually discussing in depth on how to be with your emotions and then let go of them instead of suppress them because this destructive behaviors, they often come because of the emotions being suppressed, because of not taking them out, not being with them, not embracing them, and so on. So uh, we will definitely encourage you to go and uh, look for challenges on our website if you would like to know more on how to actually do it in a loving way.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree.
1: Amen. Fist bump.
0: And I also think that uh, although a lot of things uh, here with an answer, uh, let's say yes. So, for instance, do you feel like drinking when you are stressed, sad or down could indicate some more serious problems which are not necessarily alcohol, alcohol related, but something you try to cover with alcohol. I also do think that there is a, a degree here of being used to. Like, for instance, drinking when I'm celebrating or uh, drinking when I go out or drinking when I'm meeting with my friends. We talked about it, how big part of our culture alcohol consumption is. And here it sometimes may not be a a signifier of a huge problem, but something we are just so used to that we don't even think outside of a box. How else can we um, celebrate or spend time with our friends? Uh, Or go out without alcohol. So, here I think actually this is something worth to think about, you know, what
1: are other ways? Yeah, so uh, that's a pattern, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pattern of a behavior. You don't have to be an alcoholic or even have an abuse problem, yet you can still have a pattern of behavior. We are celebrating equals we are going out drinking. And patterns of behaviors can be changed. And we do have a challenge that we have solved at the beginning of the year, which was about smoking, where we were going in depth into those limiting beliefs and patterns of behaviors. So we really encourage you guys to go check our website. We had both an article uh, very much in depth on those topics and also podcast on how to change those behaviors, how to change those patterns, how to rewire your brain so that you don't go into that destructive mode or don't continue doing the behaviors which are not actually good for you.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So a uh, very good point, Marta. It was actually a fantastic challenge, I think, because it showed a new perspective o- over quitting smoking, than just take a Nicoret or, or whatsoever. Um, but I think uh, Ella and everyone else, I think you should answer those questions. Uh, they are available um, on our website within the article that is supporting this uh, radio show. And I think that if it's not something, if from your answers you will discover that it's not something because of a pattern, but actually there might be something deeper. So when you see that you always need to have a drink when you are stressed or sad, uh, I think very well tied up, tying up consideration here, it's the number three take some time to figure out what is happening in your life, Ella, because you have mentioned that this started to happen recently more and more often. And uh, if it started to happen more and more often, I would consider that it is somehow related to something that might have been happening in your life, meaning maybe you are going through something try to figure out when was the period when it started to happen more often. So from what period of time, I started to go into this binge drinking and blackout more and more often. And try to also see what's happening in your life in the same time. Because as we mentioned, alcohol is a escapism, it's a is a mechanism to avoid certain feelings, emotions or situations. And maybe you have something specific that you are trying to cover with that. I I will give you an example from my personal uh, experience, for instance, a period when I was going through a transition where I was divorcing, I was changing job, I was also um, coping with uh, going uh, to a new city, moving out and becoming a single mom and so on. And this is the time when I started afterwards to go out and it started to happen more and more often because I had to be very much in control and responsible and taking care of my daughter and taking care of the new job and facing difficult difficulties and so on. And, uh, you know, I was a very tip top on every single day, you know, doing things and, you know, just going with everything. And then probably I did not even had the time to reflect. My marriage has ended it's really difficult. I I was actually saying, and I felt it actually, uh, everything is great. Everything is great. I'm doing great. It's, It's fantastic. But there were things in me that I did not address. They came out after five years. And then I noticed that that was the period when I started to abuse alcohol again. So I think that it's really important to see what's actually happening in your life. Is there something that you might be covering with that alcohol?
1: Yeah, I think this is a very important part uh, and natural after, you know, identifying your triggers, because that's like a deeper level of uh, getting down, getting to a, you know, deeper trigger.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, from my side, again, I would say, what could have helped me if I simply addressed that? if I wouldn't try not to think about it, if I wouldn't try to be so strong for my daughter and to show to the world that I can do everything and I can, you know, go through this, um, I think that if I would just, uh, first of all, talk about it with, with my friends and try to like really focus on the fact it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be confused. I don't need to be a superwoman and it is a worse period and allow myself all of these emotions. uh, It would definitely help me with, yeah, not escaping into abusing alcohol.
1: Yeah. And I think that Ella, we will leave you with that uh, for today. And uh, we hope that this has been helpful Mm -hmm. and we will be uh, coming back. Oh, yes, we will with uh, the last part of this challenge. So, you know, come back to listen to us.
0: You have to come back because that will be the fourth and the last part. This one is a really long uh, challenge, uh, solution. But I think it's also because this is a very important topic. I agree.
1: So thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options Show, where we solve your life challenges.
1: Remember that you can visit our website, the5options.com, where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's
0: all, folks.